Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Meet 2024's most anticipated robot vacuum, Eufy X10 Pro Omni. With powerful 8,000 PA suction and MopMaster's dual mop pads, it keeps your floor sparkling clean. It's the winner of five Best of CES awards, and Digital Trends says it boasts almost all the same features as robot vacuums that cost twice as much. Want to know more? Go to eufy.com, that's E-U-F-Y.com, and discover X10 Pro Omni, the best-in-class all-in-one robot vacuum for only $799. Round eight is upon us. We've got plenty to talk about in this one. We're going to be going through my buy prep and where it's at currently and how I think you should set it up. There's a couple of ways to do it. This is the way I think just looks best at the moment for me. Uh, and there's another option as well that the NRL Fantasy Amateurs have come up with that they've uh, got set up there. And if you haven't checked out their article, really, really good one there on how to set yourself up without using a lot of trades through the buy period. So if you're someone that's traded a lot, that could be good to uh, have a look at, but I'll, I'll summarize it a little bit in here as well. Uh, so this is where my team, mine's at at the moment. We'll also go through the uh, the buy planner sheet as well and and you know the next three rounds, especially heading into towards round 13 and, and the important section there. So... Let's dive into my one there to start with. And if you look at my squad at the moment, I have my full 21 there. And I've just got it set up as, you know, hooker, the, the three mids there, the two edges, halves, and the like, all the way through to emergency section there. And and the blue means they are not playing. So a buy is usually the one there. And then if I've got a gray, that one there means that I have the allotment of players in round 13 unfortunately, and I can't use Katoa. So bringing in Brown last week means I will have Brown and Johnson. So if I want to, I could slot Brown up into that half position for Cleary there. And Katoa, unfortunately, he would still you know play and he would still make money or lose money or whatever happens there, but he won't be a, a scorer in my playing 13. And you know, that's what we mean by the playing 13, guys. Nothing on the left side. It's just all this section here. So your one hooker, your three mids, two edges, two halves, two centers, and three wing fullbacks. So... You know, in those positions where there are multiple, you know, three especially, the mids and the wing fullbacks, it's going to be pretty tough to field a, th- a full three in both those sections. But then the hooker can be a little bit tough too if you have your hooker out in one of those games. And Grant is a great uh, scenario for that. In round 13, he is out. So you, if you want a playing hooker, if you want to try and get close to 13, then that is uh, you know uh, that is something you need to think of and making sure you get some backup 
if you're not worried about playing 13 and, and there is strategy to show that you know you don't go absolutely crazy in round 13 and try and get thir- round 13 for 13 players try and get them all playing in that squad uh, because it will stuff you up in round 14 potentially and then other rounds going down the line so yeah we'll talk about that strategy as well and what we look at with my team, let's have just have a, a dive into that now, is in round 13, if you take out Katoa, Ben Medoff Masila, I don't think it's really going to play. Unlikely. Yeah, he could, but yeah, at this point, we'll just say he's not playing, and that's what that is. He's just uh, out of favor, is what that color is. And then, you know, Talao has his buy as well uh, in uh, in that round 13. So even if we think he wasn't going to play, he might be. Even if you think he wasn't, he won't be in that uh, for round 13. So Robson, Hopgood, Ford Johnson is four, Lemuelu Miller six, and then Brown seven. So currently only seven available to play. Brown, I said, will move up into the half position. So what do you do with that? You look at round 14, and that's the next one on the list. Round 14, you can use 17 players as normal. At the moment, if I was to leave my team exactly as is, obviously five rounds left until we get to round 13. So still plenty of changes to be made, and and yeah, we'll speak about that in a sec. But Hopgood there is out in that one, Miller, Brown. So we got Seagulls that are out in this one, along with Eels and also the Knights. So just be aware if you are picking guys up like Crossland and, you know, you know could be Frizzell or you know, Hopgood or Brown or Moses, whoever you looked at in those type of teams there, uh, they're, they're going to be out in round 14. So if you're sitting there with a couple of players that I'm playing, whether it's Harley Smith Shields, Medical Masilla, the Talaus, these types of guys, both of them might play, but we'll just say they're out right now. You then have three to five players let's say from the eel so you know let's just say right now i've got three i have five out which means i only have 16 available for round 14 so seven available in 13 and you know 16 available in 14 so it shows that it's going to be very hard to get the max amount of players on the park for each of those games if you're not trading like crazy and if you have got a couple of guys in your emergencies that aren't going to play so when i speak about fixing your bench and your emergencies that's exactly what i mean guys you can't have three to four really cheap guys that aren't going to score very well or aren't even playing because that absolutely stuffs you up each and every week here. It's almost more important than, you know, just getting you know, getting good good guys on the park each and every week is that over this period here, if you're missing out on that one or two extra players each week, it might add up to 150, 250 points and that kind of kills you. So we obviously suggest not to be trading out keepers unless they're going to miss four or five games over here. You look at Payne Haas, there, he is out for three games, unless he doesn't back up. But you know, guys like Murray, who I've got um, got down the bottom here, he misses four games. So 13, 16, 19, and 20. That's no matter what, guys. So he could you know miss some more time with backing up after you know in, in round 14, round 17 as well. So that's where even round 14 could be tough. You know, Payne Haas, Cleary, you've got you know Tedesco in there. There's a bunch of these guys that you, you're going to be holding that are probably not going to back up. You know, there's a chance that they don't back up and play in 14. So yeah, just be aware of that as well when you're creating your buy planner and setting things up to, to get round 13 sorted and you know round 14 and beyond is obviously just making sure that you, the, the, most, the limited amount of origin guys, the better. What we'll say, we'll look at my squad here and origin guys, I have Payne Haas. We've got Cleary there, there's two. And then you've got Tedesco, three, Murray, four. So not terrible, but I personally am going to be looking to move on from Murray in that mids position. There seems to be a bunch of mids that are going to do okay over the buy period. So Murray's probably going to be the one to go because he's going to miss that one extra game definitely over all the other options. You look at Haas, you look at Cleary there, and Tedesco, their buys fall 
uh, all at a perfect time. So for Payne Haas there, he has his buy uh, in 16 is when the Broncos have there. And then a little bit later in the in the year, he has a couple, I believe. So you know, Haas is going to miss 13 and 19 for Origin and 16 for his buy. Cleary misses 13 and 19 for his buy anyway, and then 16 for Origin. And then Tedesco is the same, has the 13 and the 19 buy there. So I think holding three Origin guys is going to be completely fine as long as they're keepers. So if they're fringe Origin, uh, sorry, fringe player in your best 17 and they're going to play origin i think they need to be moved on during that period but if they're a top gun like Payne Haas, there's no point no reason no point that you would move him out of your side at all clearly it seems like it would be silly to move him on as well unless he was missing four or five games and same there with teddy the next thing i want to speak about is the edge position so round 13 is a very very tough one because what you're looking at here is you know you look at my interchange i have hosking and trent leoro who are both out in round 13 Katoa and also Preston are both out in round 13. So makes it very, very tough to, to sort this out because they all have the same buy schedule to start. What, I would, what I've got there is four edges that aren't playing in 13. I have no one in that edge position. And then the issue here comes in round 14 uh, in that one. Like most likely you're going to be able to play them. Sweet. You know, will you be able to get that full 17? I don't think it's going to matter if you have an overload of edges there. But then you move to round 16, and all four of those guys actually play in 16. So this is where we can, we have some issues. Katoa, Leoro, obviously same buy schedule. Preston had their buy in 13, and Hosking has uh, his in 19 as well. So all four of those guys are available in 16, and we can only play two out of the four. This is what I mean where you, you have to look at all your positions and make sure you cover it correctly across the across the across your squad for round 13. And having four edges at this point is probably a little bit too much. You, know, you can wait a little bit. When you've got, you know, the Storm guys who have their buy in round nine, we'll discuss them in a sec. And, you know, the Storm team in general, who is a pretty popular team for fantasy assets. But you, you need to be looking at these four guys and, you know, all your Storm players and, and go, oh, do I actually need all them? Most of them are probably not going to be clear sells. Like you look at Katoa, is he a clear sell? Probably not. Even with his low score, I think, you know, averaging 50, he probably comes out and gets a 55 this week and you go, oh, well, why, do we, why the hell we sell him? But you, you need to look at your squad as an overall pitcher. And, you know, if you're looking at your center position, your wing fullback, if you're missing out at the moment, you know, Walshies, Birds, you know, these type of guys are doing really well and you're missing out on those strong scores and you're getting it elsewhere in the edge position, which is what I'm doing right now. I'm getting good scores elsewhere, not as good in the center and wing. Come that time in round 13, I currently only have one center available, one wing fullback available, and and you know four of those edges that are in the squad. So definitely something to look at. Guys like Katoa, guys like Preston there, obviously Oro are uh, not going to be a keeper. You look at Katoa and Preston, they're probably just short of that keeper level. So they're the guys I'm talking about that if they you know, have a bit of an awkward buy schedule like the Storm coming up with a buy in round nine, one in 13, obviously one in 19 as well. You should look at these guys and go, oh, do I actually need them in my side? It doesn't have to be this week, but maybe next week or in round 13, you may have to move on from one or two of these edges in that scenario. Let's talk about Storm now. So most likely you have three or four. 65, 70% of people have Grant in the in the top 5,000. So I imagine it's very high uh, across the board as well. He's going to be out in round 13. He's going to be out in round nine for a starter. Let's, let's start with round nine. You got him. If you're still holding Warbrick, that's something as well. And then you've got you know, Trent Leoro, potentially, and Katoa. There's four. If you have King, maybe you have King for one of those guys. So switch them out, which is going to be fine. But what that means is that they're all very expensive guys. And what that you know, you're going to have a lot of money sitting on that bench. 
in round nine. Do you have hooker cover for one? That's something you need to look at if you own you know, Harry Grant. Definitely you shouldn't be selling Harry. That would be a silly idea. They have their buy in 13 and 19. So he'll miss 13, 16, and 19 as well. Same as Payne Haas there. So that's ideal. Warbrick, are you going to need him after you know this round? Are you going to need him You know, considering they have a buy in round nine? 13 and 19. He's not a keeper. He's probably going to make a tiny bit more money. Is he someone you could trade on? Potentially. Trent Leoro, do you want to milk him for one more week and then trade him out? Katoa, is he a keeper? Can you use his money elsewhere? There's a lot of questions there. I think with the Storm guys, holding two is going to be fine. So maybe it's uh, maybe it's Katoa and also Grant. Maybe it's Grant and Warbrick. Something like that. Because that's going to be you know, well over a million bucks sitting on your bench in you know in this type of week. What we've seen over pretty much except for the Roosters buy in round four, all the teams that have had a buy, Roosters and, and potentially Panthers were three and four. But since then, it's been teams that aren't, you know, they're not too awkward for us. You look at Tigers, you look at Sharkies there, it was only, you know, Heinze, really, uh, after Trindle was. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two year contracts, they said, what the f are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Meet 2024's most anticipated robot vacuum, Eufy X10 Pro Omni. With powerful 8,000 PA suction and MopMaster's dual mop pads, it keeps your floor sparkling clean. It's the winner of five Best of CES awards, and Digital Trends says it boasts almost all the same features as robot vacuums that cost twice as much. Want to know more? Go to eufy.com, that's E-U-F-Y.com, and discover X10 Pro Omni, the best-in-class all-in-one robot vacuum for only $799. Uh, you got yeah, Tigers there, Raiders this week, it's only really taps that most people have, potentially Jamal Fogarty, but... It hasn't really got tough until this round nine. So I think it's definitely something you need to look at that if you have four Storm players at the moment, it's either this week or next week. I think you should be getting rid of one to two of them. One definitely, two as a maybe, and just depending on your your squad depth and and where you're at regarding uh, being able to fill a 17 as well. If you have three Storm players out, plus you have two guys that aren't playing, Ben Marocasilla and Talau, you then unfortunately have 16 playing in round nine. So definitely there should be some trades being made, whether it's to fix up your emergencies, if you do end up with a bit of decent cash, whether it's trading one of those you know, Ben Murdoch Oscillas for a cheaper cow that does come up, if there's a good one, because there hasn't been really any good ones for a while there. So that's some general thoughts uh, around you know the, the storm by there. If you are buying Crossland, look at round 10. He's going to be out as well. He's then going to be out in round 14 also. So something to think about with those Knights players as well. Guys like the Warriors players, I don't think it's going to be an issue. Holding two of them is what's likely going to be for the Warriors guys and probably two to three potentially of those Dolphins players in round 11. So I'm personally looking at the Hammer and him having that buy in round 11 along with Lemuelu and also Katoa. It does make it pretty tough. So these are things you really need to look forward at and and you know kind of set up your team accordingly. So... When I'm making my trades from here on in, I'm looking at round 13 as an important one. Probably around that 10 to 11 players will be my thoughts here. 
maybe removing one of you know Ben Middock and Silla, I think, to allow he, he can kind of be in and out of the team. And he has that center and wing fullback duel. Ben Nogpasilla has the duel as well, but unless he manages to get back in the side this week, I think he's going to be done unless there's multiple injuries. So really, I think if you can trade him for the next good cow, as I said, uh, that yeah, we think is going to be good anyway and not a bit of a eh, maybe, maybe not, and gain sort of 50 to 80K potentially, then you could trade them out to improve that position. And that would naturally improve each and every round for me. Uh, apart from that, when that person traded and has a buy. So that's something to think about for my squad. And, uh, you know, guys that I'm looking to potentially trade out, as I said, is using Murray's cash over, uh, I think we hold him all the way through until round 13. But if something happens, we can decide over the next few weeks. But I think Murray definitely is going to be traded out. Suli is on the chopping block potentially this week. But, you know, as, as, this, as this sits, just change with your trades every week. So just make sure you look at it and then make your, make your clear decision there. So Murray definitely... I think Hosking probably stays. I think one of Katoa and Lioro goes over the next two weeks. Potentially both come round 13 as well. Uh, something to think about. But the other thing there is if you get through that round 13, you then have them all the way through to 19. So I definitely think holding one is probably a good play. Preston as well. He's an interesting one. Misses 13 and 17. Over the next few weeks, if he continues to get some slightly lower minutes, then he might be a trade out as well. But as I said, he can't really hold all four of them. So, you know, potentially two of them and some edge cover. Like I've got Hopgood as edge cover there. Um, that's the other thing that's going to be really important, guys. If you have some dual position players like Hamiso, he's going to be super important because you can plug and play him either in the centers or the wing fullback. You look at uh, some other rounds here. What do we got here? Round 19. You look at round 19. If you've got Hammer, Lemuelu playing, and you have Alamotti as well. You have three players in a center position, but you could you, you could plug Lemuelu in the edge position, or you could plug um, you know, Hamiso down in the wing fullback position, which I'm currently missing a bunch of players. You look at Iesuili and Tedesco out in round 13 and 19, so that's where it's probably hard to have two players from the same team in uh, you know in one round having their buy. So that could be frustrating. And that's why I'd be looking at Suli'i. As I said, probably you know I said Murray, other Lioro, Katoa, potentially both are going to be moved on. Hass is going to stay. Hopgood hopefully stays. Ford, Robson, they all stay. Johnson's going to hopefully stick in the squad all year. Miller, I think the same as well, guys. He's going to be out in 14 and 19. Zendi misses one of those big buy rounds. He's going to be really important in that wing fullback position, especially when you're needing three players going forward. Um, that's all the real clear ones at the moment. Warbrick's obviously a trade out as well for me. And, you know, Katoa might be eventually. You know, maybe maybe we do move, on, move him on there, but he does play every other game except for you know, round 16 once you get past that round 11 buy. So you know, if, if I'm doing really well and he makes a fair bit of cash, you can move him on as well. So just things you need to think about, guys. 15, I think is going to be fine. You should be able to get 17 on the park. So it's really, you know, that's a, that's just a normal one when, when only the, the one team, the Cowboys has the buy. But that's when I'm going to need some hooker cover. So there's just so many things to think of each and every week. Robson has great cover all the way through until round 15. As long as you have someone... To, to play hooker, then you sweet all the way to 19 then. So yeah, so much to think about with this uh, buy schedule. Let's look at the next three games now. I hope that really helps you in, in your setup. Just an easy one on Excel. Just popped all the players in the rounds and uh, yeah, I had some plans up in the top right corner with you know Hammer, Manu, Tapani, all those types of players that I'm looking at to potentially plug some of these holes that I am missing out on. And, and this is changes each and every week with obviously players popping up. 
that are going to be good for uh, your squads. Anyway, uh, let's move to round eight. So we've got Raiders have their bike. Then we've got Storm and then Knights, just to make sure you're all clear on that one. Dragons over the next three weeks. Roosters, Bulldogs, and also Tigers and you know Cowboys from there. So you look at those four and you look at Jack Birds and Sloans and you go, oh, they'll probably do fine. So I think both of those guys, you know, continue holding, continue looking to bring in Bird for sure. Seagulls, you got Tigers, Titans, and Broncos. It also looks pretty well fine for them. So if you're holding Turbo, please continue doing that. DCE should be able to do pretty well. Also, Panthers, they got Bunnies, they got Tigers, and they got Warriors. So a tough one this week. And then it opens up a little bit with the Tigers and you know, Warriors, obviously not as good as Bunnies, but are they ahead of them on the ladder? Yeah, potentially. What are they, second, third? Something like that. Fourth. In top four, anyway. Uh, we go to Roosters, Dragons, Warriors, and Cowboys. So a better run for their outside backs. So Suli'i's, I can see him has a potential hold. He's not really getting involved as much as you want, but I think tries and try assists are around the corner for him. Was he have one try this year? Something like that? I don't know. Yuck. Anyway, uh, but Teddy, great buy this week if you're looking at him. Obviously, you need to make sure you don't have a multitude of Origin guys in your squad. Titans there, you got Dolphins, Eagles, and the Eels there. So you're looking at that set up and you go, yeah, it's not too bad as well. So Titans players, not many of them, but Fafita should be able to do really well. Does he play Origin? Maybe, but they have a bye in round 13 so and 16, so it's hard to sort of pick him up there with that in mind. Sharkies, you got Dogs, Cowboys, Dolphins. Again, pretty solid. No one really has an absolutely tough buy schedule except for the Broncos. I think it gets a little bit tougher for them. Uh, but Sharkies should do pretty fine over the next bunch of weeks as well. All their outside backs. Tigers, you got Panthers, Dragons, Bunny. So a little bit harder for them. So, um... Not super excited for them. Sorry, Mr. Seagulls in that one first. And same with the Sharkies, Mr. Dogs. So Dogs, Cowboys, Dolphins, no one. Uh, Raiders have their buy, and then it's, you know, Dolphins, Dogs in their next couple. And they don't have a buy all the way through the 16. But it's very interesting now if you actually look at Tarpany or not, uh, considering that, uh, yeah, you had a really poor one. It has a very very high break even and, and not getting huge minutes. So, yeah, he's a, he's a funny one for sure. Storm guys, we spoke about them in detail. Warriors buy, then the Rabbitohs, Broncos, Dolphins before their next buy. So, yeah. Few misses in that one, and that's another thing to think of, guys. If they're you know missing a couple of games, you know two of the next, well they got round nine for them, and they play three and they miss another. So two of the next five games they have a bye. Their replacement, if there's just say you got a, a Harry Grant in there, their replacement gets you uh, thirty-five to forty. Just say it's Crossland over the next bunch of weeks, and he gets a forty average. You're missing out on twenty uh, for those for those two weeks. So forty in total. Is that worth a trade? No. So you wouldn't trade Grant out just for that, as long as you have a half-decent replacement. Think of that in the other positions, just making sure that if you do trade out or you do hold uh, Katoa Alioro and they're 40 points, 50 points, that you're able to cover it with a 35 to 45. You know, something a little bit under them will will do really well. And that shows that you know if they do have their buy, it's not the end of the world. You just need someone to, have, to be able to cover. And if you can't cover them, then it is worth the trade longer term. Okay, Knights, there you've got Cowboys, Eels, and then their buy as well. So, yeah, be be careful loading up on Knights players for their round 10 buy and round 14. So that's two games again in that next six. That's, uh, they'll miss uh, seven, sorry, round, two in the next seven for the Knights. Dolphins, there you've got the Titans, Raiders, Sharks. So solid overall there for Dolphins. I think they've you know, got plenty of guys that are good pickups, but just be aware of having too many in round 11. Warriors there, you've got Storm Roosters, Panthers. So pretty tough for the Warriors. They probably have the worst stretch along with the Broncos there who have Eels, Bunnies, and Eagles. So you'd say at that point that you know, Warriors is tougher, but I don't think that makes too much of a difference for guys like Ford and Johnson. 
a little less open gameplay, but that would mean Johnson kick meters and, and Ford uh, plenty of tackles and runs. So I don't think it matters too much for those type of guys. And Torquil Harris, like he's going to be a sneaky option at some point as well. Let's go to Dogs then. You've got Sharks, Dragons, Raiders. Looks fine for them. Not super excited to play Alamadi this week, but he's a clear hold, guys. Don't worry about moving him on. And then the Eels have Broncos, the Knights, and the Titans. So, yeah, apart from this game here against the Broncos, it's uh, the draw looks okay. Raiders uh, following that one in round 11. Cowboys there, they've got the, uh, the Knights, the Sharks, and the Roosters. I think anyone who plays the Cowboys at the moment, you're looking for a pretty solid game of footy. Uh, plenty of points on your end because the Cowboys suck at the moment. Uh, and the Bunnies there, Panthers, Broncos, Storm. Are really, yeah, actually, they might have the toughest, to be honest. How do they have a ridiculous run of these games? Eh? They've played Sharks, Panthers, Roosters, Eagles, Storm, Dogs, Dolphins. So Dogs and Dolphins will be their less, least uh, easiest games, and they've, they've have come out and destroyed them. So that means something, doesn't it? Uh, and then, yeah, Panthers, Broncos, Storm, Tigers, Eels, Raiders, Titans. So it gets a little bit easier there, Tigers, uh, Raiders, Titans, and Dragons before their first buy. So very, very interesting. But uh, yeah, I really hope that, got, that helped you guys with your buy planning and setting you up for your, your squads. As I said, make sure that 13 is the only guys uh, that are available in 13, 16, 19. And wish you plenty of luck. Good luck in team lists tonight. I hope there's some cheapies that pop up for all of us uh, and you trade wisely. Make sure though, I also asked my private group as well about trades and they're all sitting between 23 and, and sort of 26. 26 is the high end, a couple of 28s as well, a few more head-to-head players that had 28. So just be aware if you continue to do those three trades, it's going to make it really tough to navigate this buy period. Good luck this week, guys. See you later. Meet 2024's most anticipated robot vacuum, Eufy X10 Pro Omni. With powerful 8,000 PA suction and MopMaster's dual mop pads, it keeps your floor sparkling clean. It's the winner of five Best of CES awards, and Digital Trends says it boasts almost all the same features as robot vacuums that cost twice as much. Want to know more? Go to eufy.com, that's E-U-F-Y.com, and discover X10 Pro Omni, the best-in-class all-in-one robot vacuum for only $799.